everyone. Welcome to our podcast. This is Jim McGlynn from the West Coast Group of In Production, who works a lot in large projects, which is modular stadiums, which really we'll help you can maybe take a moment to define for us. But what's sort of exciting is there's a lot of that happening. I mean, as soccer, for example, takes off and all these new soccer leagues are coming out, they need an immediate stadium and they can't wait four years for it to be built and approved and everything else. But I heard recently that a stadium you built, I think it was for 15,000 people. Is that right? Approximately. Yeah. And it was built in eight months and now you're moving it. What is it? Two years later? Yes, that's correct. Yes. Phoenix Rising, part of the USL group, they have, which is fantastic about modular stadiums, right? They allow for adaptable fit and they can be enlarged or they can be downsized as needed. And Phoenix Rising has decided to no longer wants to be at the site they're at and they want to take it to a new site. So we're actually taking down the stadium beginning next week and we're going to actually expand the stadium at its new site. You know, it's amazing because if you said to somebody 10 years ago, a football or soccer stadium can be built in under a year and house thousands and thousands of people, they'd laugh in your face. You know, stadiums take years and years to build and then they they sit there for a hundred years, you know? They're so, they cost so much. And I think that's why modular stadiums are starting to come to the forefront because think of these NFL stadiums for the National Football League that take years to build, like you said, and cost, now it's a billion dollars for a stadium. Is uh, that right? Oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. If so if look. I'm starting out and I want to start a new team and there's no stadium for me in that area that I want to start the team in, this is a perfect solution for that. Yes, exactly. And look at the work we did with the MLS and Miami's Lockhart Stadium. I mean, that was built in 10 months and it offers all the amenities as a permanent build out. It's got locker room facilities, offices, concession stands, hospitality areas. So modular stadiums can offer the same type of amenities as a permanent stadium, but for a fraction of the cost. Now it can also be added to as need be. In other words, as that team takes off over the years, you can enlarge that stadium, right? Exactly. Yes. And I also think modular stadiums, we'll see more of it for World Cups and Uh Olympics. Because one of the things that host organizations have seen is they build all this infrastructure and they leave it in place and they don't get a return on that investment they make. Now you can go ahead and build a modular stadium that can be built for the Olympics or the World Cup and then it can be dismantled and then it can either be rebuilt somewhere else for the good of a community. Okay, so how hard? I mean, is it really expensive to add to it if your spectator group enlarges? I mean, or can you actually add to the stadium or do you basically have to take it down and rebuild it? So you can most definitely add to the stadium and doesn't need to be rebuilt. But you also talked about permanent stadiums, right? Right. A little bit before we've discussed that a little bit. Well, what we're seeing with permanent stadiums also is that they're being built with smaller capacities now. Oh. And, and with the option to expand for major events. Why? Why are they doing that? Because cost is one, and then they can't fill the stadiums for the, oh. the capacity that they're trying to build at. So they're trying to get that right number to make sure it's useful year round economically, right? So what you actually need to put into, you know, the, the cost that you need to put into building the stadium. Right. And, and a great example of that is Hayward Field. That sits on the campus of University of Oregon in Eugene. In 2018, the old facility was completely demolished and they built a new facility there on the same site. 
permanent that houses right around 13,000 spectators year round. But the way it was constructed is that they allowed for expansion of it for major events like the United States Olympic track and field time trials before they go off to the Olympics. And also they're hosting the World Athletic Championships in 2022. And we're going to go in and build temporary facilities for this permanent stadium that will expand it from what I said about 13,000 to about 25,000 in capacity. Wow. Amazing. You know, what's interesting about that is what will that do to the Olympics? Like, is it possible that the Olympics will get together and say all the Olympic countries will each donate money and we will use modular stadiums for every Olympic site starting in 2050 or something? It's actually already started. It started with the World Cup in Qatar. Mm -hmm. They have started to build not the main stadium, but there's about six to eight sites that host the World Cup games when they go to Qatar. And there'll be those outside, not the main stadium, but the other venues are going to be semi-permanent build-outs. Wow. If you think about it conceptually, this is one of the most interesting interviews we've done because this is a concept that's so brand new. It's so out of the box And it so meets the needs of today's world where people want to gather in different places, but you could be a band and you could, if the Rolling Stones wanted to tour, they could put together a modular stadium that fit their needs perfectly. And they could just get a big empty space in different locations and put it up, right? I mean, there's no end to where these could be used. Correct. They can be built anywhere. Exactly, Christine. Yeah. Okay. Now tell me, just for devil's advocate question, because everybody who's listening to this is going to say, okay, what can't it do? I think in what we can offer today, there is nothing that it can't do. So Jim, you know, everybody's going to say, why didn't she ask? I mean, you know, this is not an infomercial for a production. What's the benefit of a big stadium versus this, in your honest opinion? So I really feel like when you start to think about it, right, it does offer everything that somebody you could out of a permanent stadium, right? But there hasn't been anybody yet to really see the trend to go to that on a more of a, why wouldn't the NFL do it, right? That's the question, right? Why just spend a billion dollars? Well, they already have a stadiums in place, but. Yes, we've just seen new ones like SoFi Stadium LA that has, you know, it hosts uh, the home of the LA Chargers and the LA Rams. I think that's approaching $2 billion, all said and done. Wait, how long and, have they been so, building it? How long did it take to build? Three years yeah. or so. Yeah. Which, by the way, is a long time revenue-wise to wait for money. It is, yep. yeah. Both the Chargers and the Rams had temporary homes. The Rams moved from St. Louis to L.A., where they were originally from, and the stadium wasn't ready. And then the lease in San Diego for the San Diego charges was up and the stadium wasn't ready in LA and they moved up to the LA area. So yes, it it was a long time to take to build. Yes. Well, it's funny because one of the things is getting the word out about modular stadiums. And the truth is when you drive up to the USL stadium, for example, in Phoenix, you don't realize that it was put up. No. And I, I don't know, have you been to the Lockhart stadium for the Miami FC down in Fort Lauderdale yet? In a word, no. (laughs) You haven't? No. Okay. If you look at that, that looks absolutely permanent. I mean, it's amazing what can be done with modular. Uh, Wherever we place this podcast, we'll put some pictures up so people can see some of the work that you're talking about. And we really appreciate you 
taking the time to talk to us today. It's really a fascinating topic, but I'm going to ask a question then. You have so much knowledge, Jim, in terms of football and soccer. and Okay, I'm going to ask questions. This is a one-word answer only. You ready? Ready. Okay, football or soccer? Football. Football or basketball? Football. (laughs) Football or baseball? Football. Okay, well, thanks for taking time with us today, Jim. Really appreciate it. You're welcome.